TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the 100th episode of The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And gentlemen, we made it. 100 episodes. Wow. Can you believe that? That's incredible. 100 episodes. I had a bit of a look back through the 100 episodes and there were, there were 63 Lawrence Tam hair jokes. There were <laughs> Was it really? Damien talking about poo. It was incredible. That's yeah. amazing. And there was 93 times we had um, caveman jokes about me, including one from Damo just before he came on air. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. Talk about 94. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe it. It's, uh, you know, I've, it's, it's been an exciting time and so it's been an exciting journey as well. And, uh, you know, I'm celebrating. Uh, I'm actually in Bali at the moment, uh, staying at the W Hotel. And, uh, boys, where are you? Like, you're supposed to be here. We're supposed to be celebrating well, our 100th, birth, 100th uh, birthday, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, a second birthday would be nice, but yeah, I just couldn't leave the beautiful weather in Melbourne. It's just gorgeous here at the moment. We've had a downpour, 18 millimetres last night, and uh, it's beautiful and sunny right now, and the birds are out singing. So why would I want to go to Bali? Seriously, LT. Yeah. I've been sitting by the post box waiting for that invite, LT, and it's just, <laughs> just hey. arrive. I don't know what's going on. I thought we started with episode number one. If we hit 100, we're going to be in Bali and celebrating. But <laughs> obviously, you guys didn't get that memo. So anyways, guys, I wanted to, we, you know, as everybody knows, our 100th episode is is uh, is a pretty big thing for us, but uh, more importantly, that uh, we've been gaining just massive amounts of listeners, and uh, they're just, you know, been giving us testimonies. We had a competition for the hundredth episode, and there's been an amazing amount of people who sent us uh, testimonials. But we wanted to. We have a very special guest on the line today, um, who we felt that they deserved, obviously, to have the winner of the Wellness Summit um, that's coming up in Melbourne um, as the as part of our VIP package. And uh, But we wanted to kind of give a shout-out to a couple of people who um, I think also deserved, uh, a, you know, at least a mention um, for the testimonials. testimonials doing amazing us. stuff. Yeah. More than a mention, yeah, more than a mention, because we could have had five or 10 or 15 or 20 different 100th episode recordings <laughs> because the testimonials that we got were just outstanding. You know, the life changes that some people have achieved are far bigger and better than what we could ever imagine. And I've been a practitioner for 16 years and some people don't even have these life changes under the guidance of a practitioner. So, you know, it's amazing to hear that people just by listening to information have been able to make such incredible shifts in their life and affect those people around them to also make positive changes. So congratulations and thank you to everybody that actually sent in a testimonial because it really does make a difference. It does inspire us to do more and to continue doing what we do. And uh, it was a very difficult decision to choose one person but uh, i'll let you keep going LT. well i think they're all winners really at the end of the day because um they're, they're changing yeah. their lives which is amazing so let's give a shout out to uh, nikki nikki's uh, a primary teacher primary school teacher but she's uh she was inspired to actually chase after her her own dreams by improving the health of children she's actually got a website i'll give her a website um, a bit of a shout out here uh nikki uh leonti which is uh nikki n-i-c-k-y-l-e-o-n ti.com um there's also tess tess is uh has a little tag with called tiny green hands uh she's been having an eating disorder since she was a young kid i think uh since she was as she as far as she can remember and she's changed the way she eats now and and uh, just by listening to us which is fantastic to hear there's also lauren who uh from sydney a third year uni student uh who's in exercise and sports science um she sent us a great video testimonial saying that you know we have basically changed her life and uh, which is great to hear um and also rachel young uh, rachel jones too as well who's also um in her early 20s and she's been struggling uh with her health because 
because everybody else she's hanging out with wants to party and drink. So, you know, she's been listening to one of the guys to kind of get some inspiration. So, you know, thanks, guys. You know, you guys have been amazing. Thank you for your testimony. Really appreciate it. But we want to congratulate to our winner right now. And I'm going to get Dame in to introduce our winner for the Actually, before we episode. Before yeah. we do that, sure. LT, we, sh- we, sh- we should just mention that those people, they are going to get the audiovisual package for the uh, summit. From the summit on the Gold Coast as well. That's right. So yes, that's right. They get rewarded too for being so awesome because they just did an amazing job. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We'll send you an email about that. Okay, so oh for, oh for awesome, oh for awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Damien, introduce our right. guest for today. You know, I tried to find some drum rolls and claps, and I forgot to open up my uh, my iMovie because I was going to be able to do that. But yeah, you know, <laughs> this guy sent us in some multimedia, and uh, and I listened to the short version of the multimedia first because I thought, ah, oh, you know, here we go. Listen to the short version first. You know? <laughs> but the short version was so inspirational. I thought, oh, all right, all right, I'm going to listen to the long version, and I replayed the long version a few times. And I thought, man, that's just such an incredible change. This guy's gone from being a uh, you know probably a unhealthaholic. Uh, all the way through to being a healthaholic, and he's just really sorted it out. He's lost a lot of weight. He's made some life change, lifestyle changes. He started exercising. He's moving the planet in a direction of, of health and wellness, and uh, and inspiring people around him. He's you know we want to hear his his message, so we're going to interview him today. It's uh, the one and the only Brad Paul, all the way from South Australia, Adelaide, South Australia. So yeah. thank you so much, Brad, for joining us. Thank you, gentlemen. Nice to be here. You sound healthy, Brad. Uh, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Brad, tell us, tell us uh, your story. Tell us where you came from, how you got to where you got to, and then how did you find us? Um, all right. Well, I think it's a, a story sort of of three parts. There's um, yeah, my life before any sort of fitness or well-being or, or anything like that for most of my, my adult life. I'm 33 years old now. Um, most of my adult life and um, my adolescent life, I was overweight. Um, I was, I don't know, probably in the, the 90, 95 kilo range as a, as a late high school student and the, the pleasure that goes along with being overweight at school went along with that from the other kids and whatnot. Um, and after that, throughout life, I just slowly put on weight and put on weight and I was a smoker, um, completely sedentary lifestyle, I did no exercise. And, and in fact, I was you know, a person that that mocked people that, that did do exercise and, and all that kind of stuff. I thought, you know, geez, that's a lot of effort. Why would you bother doing that? Why would you go for a run when you can drive your car? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's dangerous to exercise. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. Um, and, yeah, and and over the years, you know, and particularly my, my weight more than anything had an effect on my mental health, you know. There's feelings of, you know, lack of self-worth and, you know, feelings of shame that go with it. You, you know, I had this uh, perception that everyone was always judging me um, and, and all those kind of things. Um, and, and a lot of the, the people in my life, I think I was one of the few people that was realistic about my weight. Um, you know, just before I started to get healthy, I was at 120 kilos, which is obese in anyone's language. Um, but not a single person that I would speak to at work or, you know, with the family would, would think that I was obese. You don't look obese. You carry it well. And that's something I heard a lot in my life was that I carried it well. Um, yeah, but there was a couple of things sort of happened at the same time, which made me start to think about, um, you know, losing some weight. And, and the real kicker for me one day was I, I saw a shirt that looked really, really good in Target and I thought I might buy that. Um, and so I went and tried on the extra large and it didn't fit and there was uh, a similar brand in the Mr. Big section and I bought a shirt from there and I walked out thinking, nah, something's got to change. 
Nice. So, you know, everyone's telling you you carried it well, Brad, but you're obviously feeling like you didn't carry it well. Like, what was going on with you and your health? Like, what, what were you noticing? Well, it's funny. I think for most of the time, I didn't really notice any effect on my health. I, one of the big things for me is I didn't know you could feel – I didn't know what normal felt like. I didn't know what healthy felt like. So, yeah. um, you know, looking back in hindsight, now I recognize that I had, um, you know, problems sleeping. I had – I would be – we would go through a packet of Panadol in the house every week and that would be me from headaches that I would be having. Um, I have, you know, I've had problems in, in, in the past with depression and anxiety and, and, and they weren't directly related but they sort of, they, they hang around, particularly the anxiety. Um, my energy levels were, were poor all the time. I've always had back problems. I've always had neck problems um, being associated with it. it. It's almost like, it feels like I had 100 niggles, you know. I, I'm not someone who was diagnosed with, with anything or, or nothing by itself that was uh, you know, detrimental to my life at all, but all of it added up together was, was pretty bad. And, I, and, and one thing that stuck in my mind and was a big part of me trying to lose weight was I remember uh, laying in bed one night and rolling over and having to catch my breath and I just thought to myself, this is embarrassing, you know, like yeah. I'm glad no one knows that this is what's happening. So, and, you know, I was a, you know, close to a pack-a-day smoker as well. All the health effects that go along with that, you know, always coughing, short of breath and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, also too, you're in your you know, early 30s and as well, one of the things that happens is that, you know, you don't typically see some of the signs like the really detrimental or diagnosis until a little bit later, but all the things that you don't do and at that time obviously makes a massive difference. So what was the one thing, what did you start doing first? What was the, what's the first thing you decided to do once you made that decision in your head that, like, you know, i got to do something, what did you go and do? Um, first thing I did was one day I just went for a run. That's pretty much how it all started. How I, far did you get? I did not get far at all. I was doing something called the Couch to 5K app, um, which if anyone wants to get into running, find it. It's awesome. Um, you, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm downloading um, right now. <laughs> the, the basic idea behind it is that, you know, like you, it would over time get you from, from nothing to be able to run 5Ks and, um, you go through the first run is uh, you, you, you would run for 30 seconds and, and then walk for 45 and then run for 45 and walk for a minute and then run for a minute. Um, and I could not complete that first set of three. In fact, it was the minute I couldn't get through 100 meters. I could not physically run 100 meters at the time. And that was as a 31-year-old man. Um, and, and then even after that, I came home. And I was on the couch for the next two hours with blinding headache and, you know, in, wow. in agony. And I just thought to myself, this is terrible. This is absolutely farcical that this is where my life is right now. Mm, I would love to just follow up with that. How, what, what made you kind of continued and, and not just give up right there on the spot? Um, uh, it's a tough question. And I, I get asked that a lot, particularly by people I, I work with and, and stuff. And I think... I think if I had successfully completed that first run, then I may not have seen the program through to the end. Mm. I think for me, it was something that I couldn't do that I knew I should have been able to do. And I actually made a decision within the next, probably while I was still on the couch in agony, and I decided to myself that I was going to run a marathon. That was Mm. my goal. And it's a goal I haven't reached yet, um, but I will. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it was... It was, it was a challenge laid before me. It was something that I couldn't do, that I should have been able to do. Um, and that's what made me do it two days later. You know, as the program said, I went, right, no, nah, I want to get this done. Um, so I went out again and failed the second time as well, to be honest with you. But, 
Yeah, that wasn't going to stop me. So yeah. Well, if, if you do the Adelaide Marathon, mate, let me know. I'll be there at the finish line. That'd be awesome. Oh, you really could hold it. hands together crossing the line. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cute. <laughs> so running's running such a a big thing because you know when you're a big guy and you're pounding away and your knees are probably sore and your ankles are sore and all that sort of stuff, and your cardiovascular fitness isn't up. That can be very, very challenging. So it's incredible that you kept on pushing on. You fired a couple of times. You kept on going. So congratulations, mate. That's really good. At what point did you start to think about, hey, I better start, start changing my diet, better fix this up too? Um, that was a bit of an ongoing process with the running because it, it, it morphed from me wanting to lose a little bit of weight into more me wanting to be able to run further. You know, That sort of became the, the driving passion for me. Um, and so the, my, my diet changed over time. Um, but not necessarily in a good way. So I started looking about how to fuel myself better and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, uh, peanut butter sandwiches came into the mix because they were good for fuel and, you know, like, you know, things like that, you know, eating cereals for breakfast where I didn't, you know, eat uh, breakfast beforehand. So there was, it was definitely a, a dietary improvement um, along the way, but yep. uh, in hindsight, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a healthy diet as I was going. Yeah, look, that's pretty interesting, Brad, because I know a lot of the people we've spoken to have spoken about, you know, the balance between diet and exercise in terms of weight loss, and a lot of them have suggested that it's, you know, 80% diet in terms of weight loss, uh, but it seems like your experience is a bit different to that. It seems like you were losing a lot of your weight initially, at least, through the exercise. Is that is that true? Is that what was going on? Um, yeah, the, the exercise played a, a big part of it, and I, I think it was more a driver than anything else. I was very much calories in, calories out. Um, yeah. So I did that as as part of trying to to get fitter. But that being said, my my diet to some extent almost changed overnight. Um, you know, I was a glutton, you know, and I was one of those people that shamefully would, you know, you know a full chocolate bar, you know, was nothing to me. Um, and yeah, you know, with some of the hindsight I've got now, it was you know I had a pretty serious sugar issue, I would say, before I started, and, and that I started cutting out almost straight away. And that was again. Um, the motivator for me to change that diet was the fact that I was 120 kilos and my knees were taking a pounding. So the lighter I got, the better I'd be able to run. It's a cool, it's a cool approach. And um, and look, I've, I must admit to being one of those people that says that it's 80% diet and uh, and the rest is exercise and and the like. But what I'm finding too, I'm doing another podcast um, at the at the moment called 100 Not Out, and what we're finding is that people who uh, exercise the most tend to live the longest, uh, and it seems to be um, not that related to the, the diet thing. So I'm finding it very fascinating, you know, learning of all these things. And what we're finding is that it's the, it appears to be the quality of your life that's determined by the food that you eat. Did you notice that um, your digestion or your bowels or your reflux or anything like that improved as a result of uh, just changing your diet? Was that made, was it a significant thing or was it an insignificant thing with your diet? Um, initially, not so much. Initially, the first, you know, and, and I guess that sort of, you know, in January, February this year is when I made some more significant changes to my diet. And at that stage, I was about 95 kilos and, and had run my first 10K and I'd lost a lot of weight, but wasn't getting a whole lot of the health benefits that I had assumed would come with losing weight. Um, and I had this magic marker of, you know, when you get to 80 kilos, everything's going to be fine uh, and started to realize, look, maybe that's not going to be the case. Um which is when I, you know, did some more research. I, I found the wellness guys, and and through that, um, changed the diet to very much a paleo diet. Um, which 
I'd gotten relatively close to before that over time, but um, me and my uh, partner, Beck, we both decided that it sounded, yeah, it made a lot of sense. Let's give that a go and see how it works. And that's when I had huge health changes. Within within a month, I would say my health had almost turned around. It, it, maybe not even within a month, which is within a, a couple of weeks, I was starting to see significant changes to, um, to so many aspects of my life. It, it's crazy. That's good. Brad, it's also great to hear that you know you were able to make those changes, especially when you started adding and implementing all these things. And it obviously is a step-by-step process, and there's a journey. I think that's where most people need to get. It's not a one-time thing, and you took it as a journey. But you also had a team of people, I believe, that um, helped you as well. To that you kind of kind of put a network together to kind of you know really kind of elevate you to the next level. What was the first person, or what are some of the few people that you actually connected with that has helped you sort of in your health journey? Um, the first one is, uh, you know, I've very much this, this journey I've been on with my, my partner, Beck, the whole way through and, and we sort of synced into it together because we went through a similar journey together. She's dropped, uh, 20 kilos so far and is looking amazing and, you know, her health's improved out of sight as well. So we went through that journey together, which I think was incredibly beneficial because if we weren't doing that at the same time, um, I don't know how either of us would have, would have gone. So that was hugely beneficial, um. There was um, a, a girl that I, I used to work with. Her name is Tash, and she is a legend um, who was very encouraging um, about lots and lots of things. Um, from you know, And family, you know, my brother was good because he was sort of trying to run at the same time, so I had someone to bounce off of, and that was, that was good. There was someone else I worked with who was a runner who was quite encouraging. Um, from a professional sense, um, I started, thanks to listening to, to you guys, um, I went and saw a chiropractor, uh, Dr. Hayden Bell in Adelaide, and um, that, that, that for me was a really, was a huge uh, moment, I think, because um, I, even when I first saw him, I didn't really understand chiropractic enough. Um, I knew it was going to be good for me, and I was at the stage where... I was just going to try anything. Um, but seeing him was fantastic. And, and to this day, he continues to be a really good person for me to bounce health off of. Um, we, we talk about health. We talk about diets. We talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, and He's so that's absolutely guy. fantastic. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Great guy. I studied with him. Studied with him. He's a great guy. Great. Yeah, Hold so um, I, I think him and, I, and now I, I've got a physio. Um, I've, I've joined a gym and it's a really good gym. They're, they're um, you know, quite... Uh, realistic about people's goals and and um, it's one of those places that you know having a history of being you know so overweight for so long gym is you know something that you're scared to go into because there's all these beautiful people and they're always thinking about how you know fat and unfit you are um and and having joined a gym realizing that's not the case at all and they're fantastic and incredibly supportive um yeah the whole way through uh, you know getting a physio realizing that and that's the other thing you know i've realized that you know, having a, a niggle or being in pain is not normal. So now I go and see someone um, about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to expand that team. I'm looking for a naturopath at the moment and, um, you know, and, and continuing on that. But, yeah, the, I think for me, the, the Cairo um, and the friends and family were the big things. I've got to shout out to, I've got to give a shout out to, to with Tash because I think she's been on our Facebook page and I, believe, I, I seem to remember that she posted your name and encourage you, like in front of everybody, that you need to yeah. kind of send his testimony. From from what I remember, I think uh, that's one of the the things I remember. And so, so shout out to Tash because I know she's been uh, on our Facebook page. You know, you know, telling uh, you know other you know other people about us too as well. So thank you so much for uh, you know 
really helping um, us, uh, you know, launch into other people's lives and encouraging you to be a step up. And you know, look where you are. You're on the you're on on live with the Wellness Guy Show. So which is great. <laughs> yeah. So Brett, uh, you had a question for Brett. Well, yeah, I was, you know, I thought I'd get back, you know, talk a bit more about us because that's what we like to do. Um, what was the <laughs> what was the first episode of ours you discovered? Like, wh- how did you start on the Wellness Guys? Yeah, so it happened when I was um, looking for some podcasts. I was actually looking for some podcasts to listen to while I ran because I thought that, you know, while I'm out there, I might be able to use that time you know, to my benefit as I went. Um, and so I was just looking for health and fitness podcasts. Um, and, you know, there's the, the nice pretty picture of you boys smiling in, in front of the white <laughs> background came up nice and predominantly on my iTunes. So I thought, oh, I'll have a look at this. You know, like, so I downloaded a couple of random episodes. I, can't, I, I couldn't was tell it- you what the first couple were. Was it Lawrence's um, porcelain skin that drew you in, Brad? It was cer- <laughs> certainly that, certainly that. And, you know, um, Damien has a, a hairstyle similar to my own, so that drew me in as well. <laughs> I was happy with that. Um, yeah, the same barber, except yours is in South Australia. It's yeah. amazing how he gets around. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I listened to a couple of episodes, and, it, and and to be honest with you, I can't remember what they were, but it was just, yeah, they were easy to listen to episodes. It was Aussies. I like listening to, to to Aussies in this international world. It's nice to hear some Aussie voices, and you know, a couple of things made sense. So I downloaded a heap more, um, and then the ones that the, the early memorable ones for me were um, interviews that you you guys did with um, Rob Wolf, um, Mark Sisson, and David Gillespie. Um, which were all, you know, very food-based. Um, and there was a couple, I think I listened to the Q&As that you gentlemen did earlier on as well, and they were sort of got me, right, let's go back to episode one and start from there and let's listen to this whole lot and see what's out there. Yeah, that's fantastic, mate. Well done. Now, you mentioned too that you're a smoker. At what point did you uh, flick those, get those dirty, bad things out of your life? Because, you know, I see that as voluntary euthanasia. It's the most classic thing. Everyone walks around every day trying to kill themselves. What time did you decide to uh, get that, kick that habit? Um, I've actually, since this journey started, I've quit the smoking twice, in fact. I, um, when I first started running, I think within a month or so, I decided to quit and I lasted about three or four months before, unbelievably, while running and, you know, trying to improve my, you know, physical endurance and whatnot, I somehow managed to take it up again, which is insane. Not literally while running? No, 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 no. Because that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I do see that, you know, you might go for a run around the tan and there'll be someone walking, having a cigarette while everyone's running. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, as I run past, I go, what a great idea that you might smoke on a running track. And uh, they do look around. I get so angry with them. I just, you know, I should I should take a deep breath. Or maybe I shouldn't because then I've got to suck in some cigarette smoke. But uh, no, sorry to cut you off there, Brad. So, no, you're all right, mate. You're all right. Why do you get on my soapbox? I, you know, it's one of my pet hates. Um, yeah, mine too now, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I, I've given it a flick. In fact, I was just checking on my little app that I've got now. Um, it was 118 days ago. I've been smoke-free for 118 days. Nice. Um, I don't need the app anymore because I have no doubt now. And, and this is the first time that I've ever quit for my health. I, and I've tried to quit for other reasons in the first, but this time I've done it for my health. Um, and it was at the stage where I was having uh, a cigarette and I could literally feel my chest tightening. I could feel my heart rate going up. Um, and that's when I went, nah, this is no good and I've got to get rid of it. And all the things that, that I've sort of done, you know, changing the food, uh, avoiding certain foods, the exercising and all that kind of stuff in there. Quitting smoking has actually been the easiest of the lot to do. Um, once I'd made that decision, they're gone, they're done, I'm over it. 
It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, congratulations. I think one of the things um, in our very, you know, maybe first three episodes, we talked about you got to do health or wellness for an inspiration. And so you don't really quit for anything else other than something that inspires you. And obviously that's what you did. You know, that's something that stuck around is because you were inspired to do something for yourself and for your health and for your life. And that's great, man. That's really amazing. And I think also, too, from the testimonial that you gave us, um, you said that sleep was one of the first things that uh, really helped a lot. That you just sleep so much better now and, and um, you, don't, you, know, you don't get acid reflux. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so the... Um Acid reflux, I suffered that for my entire life and there were certain foods that, you know, that would trigger it more than most and, um, you know, and they were generally foods that weren't good for me. That's, uh, I assume that's disappeared for those because I don't eat those foods that much anymore but I'd also get it with stuff like tomatoes and any sort of citrus fruit and all that kind of stuff that would happen and that doesn't happen at all anymore. The acid reflux it has completely gone from my life. I don't have any issues with that at all. Um, Sleep for me was, once I got to sleep, I would generally, you know, sleep all right. Um, but I was a, you know, sort of person that I would toss and turn for, you know, and between one and two hours every night before I went to sleep. Um, and I'd lie in bed, I'd be amazed at my partner back who would just not off like that, you know, like would be in bed and within 30 seconds, she's snoring away. Not that she snores, but um, since, since particularly guess, with the I diet guess. change... Yeah, definitely. Um, since the dietary changes in particular, now I am, when I go to bed, it's time to sleep and my, my body seems to know that now. I go to bed and I'm five to ten minutes fast asleep and sleeping through the night and that is an amazing feeling. Like not, I was actually talking to Beck about it last night. There was a stage where I disliked the bedroom because that meant going into bed and laying in bed for an hour or two getting angry because I can't sleep and now I can't wait to go to bed. It's like I'm going to go recharge and I'm going to you know, get ready to smash out tomorrow. Yeah, I was the same as you actually, Brad, and that just sucks when you can't get to sleep. But hey, um, listen, we've only got a little bit of time left. So what I'd love you to do, Brad, is you know, imagine there's going to be heaps of fans out there who are just like you when you first started this journey. So there's definitely people listening to this podcast. So you know, if you could go back in time and talk to that person who you, know, who you were when you first started this journey, what would be your, like, your couple of key tips that you'd want to tell them to help them get started on this journey? Um, the first thing I would say, and I've thought about this, if I could go back to myself 20 years ago, or 20 years ago, go back to when I was 20, I should say, um, I would say to myself that, you know, this is not how life is meant to feel. You are not meant to feel this way. You're not meant to, you know, have this self-doubt. You're not meant to, you know, not be able to sleep, all these sorts of things. This is not life. Life is meant to feel amazing, and you can feel amazing, um, but you need to change some things to do that. That's the first thing I would tell myself. Second thing I would tell myself is you don't have to do it by yourself. Um, there is plenty of people out there to, to help you and these people are amazing um, and they will give up their time and they will, they will help you achieve whatever it is that, that you want to achieve. Um, you can do it yourself if you want, but I don't know why you would. <laughs> Brad, thank nice. you so much. First of all, congratulations for your journey and um, the changes that you've made and we look forward to uh, you know, hearing about uh, when you cross that finish line at the marathon. I uh, would love yep. to hear more about that. So, uh, tell and us seeing you at the summit. Yeah, yeah, seeing you at the summit as well in, in August. Yeah. And, um, you know, for 
for listeners who are listening to this, um, we know we got several seminars. If you want to see us live, there's the Wellness Breakthrough, which is uh, in about four days' time, actually, from when this uh, recording is going to go live. Uh, you still have some last ch- chance to, to come to that. I mean, Brad, if you want to come to that, you're more than welcome to, okay? so uh, And then there's Wellness Summit also in August, uh, which will Brad will be there, so I'm sure we'll make a, uh, a little congratulations to him live in front of you know <laughs> 700 people or so. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, congratulations to um, you guys for you know, Damien and Brett, thank you for being on. I mean, you guys are just amazing to, to work with and uh, to, for, for us to get to 100th episode, man, this is amazing. You know, who would have thought uh, a couple years ago that we would be continue doing this um, into the extent. And uh, for more importantly, thank you to the listeners and fans who have been, you know, really spreading the word and, and continue to listening to uh, us. Amazing. And more, more, more importantly, like people are just telling people about that. You got to listen to the wellness guys, and you know we're so more than appreciated about that. And so that's why we started the wellness couch because we know that uh, we need to get the information out there a lot better to across the world. And so that ended up having to other people such as Inside Chance Divine, Hundred Not Out, that Paleo Show. I mean, the couch is full of shows, which is amazing. And so. it's also it's the it's the people out there who are actually making the changes, like the people like Brad who are going out there, who are making changes in the world, who are then inspiring. Other other people around them you know that, that's what keeps us going like that's why we do this every week for 100 weeks because these people are just inspiring it's incredible mm. yes it's it's amazing so thank you so much guys everybody and uh, thank you for allowing us to keep on going and let's uh, see you guys on the 200th episode so we can't wait for that <laughs> so guys uh, as, as always make sure you go to the, the wellnesscouch.com leave a comment below that particular this particular episode and tell us what you think and uh, more importantly um you know tell us your journeys and your you know the the things that has gone into your life that has how we have actually been able to change your life, I guess so that's what I really want to say um, because those are important things too as well. Um, but most importantly for Damien, you got to make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating if we deserve five stars. <laughs> five, five stars. stars. <laughs> Don't worry about anything else. Only five stars. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, congratulations to you guys and uh, Brad. Well done, Thanks, Thanks Brad. so much. So until next week, begin creating wellness into our lives, and we're going to start our journey in the next 100 episodes. Uh, lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Dr. Brett Hill from The Wellness Guys here. I've just returned from emceeing the Mind Forum in Sydney, and I have to tell you, the information presented was absolutely amazing. We had internationally renowned speakers, including Dr. Martha Herbert and Nora Gagaudis, presenting, and it just blew me away. But as I looked around at the 500-odd people in attendance, I had to wonder, how much of this is actually going to be put into action? Now, if you want to convert information into knowledge and intention into action, then you simply must be at the Wellness Breakthrough in Melbourne on the 14th of June. The three wellness guys in Karen Smith are going to get down and dirty and help you break through the next level of your mind, body and soul. Tickets are just $97 but up until the 1st of June they're just $50 and you can bring a friend for free. So to book your seats go to thewellnesscouch.com and click on events. We can't wait to see you there.